basically, you look at people, what we call, quote, normal, or when in our lives we did eat normally, our body knew exactly how and when to eat. So think about it. I'm going to reemphasize what I'm saying here. The point is this. The one thing that, that we, we can control in relation to our addiction to food, whether we're anorexic, bulimics, or compulsive, or binge eaters, binge eaters, whatever it is, is the ability to take our hand and put the food in, right? The rest of it, we can't. Again, I'm saying the miracle of the body. You can't determine how a cut's going to heal on your hand and all of that. But what I mean to say is we can't override it. The same with our digestive systems. We, can't, we cannot override how it's going to act and what it's going to do. But we, we do have that natural ability, like everything else in our life, and related to that part of our brain, which can determine how much we should eat or not eat. But we do have another problem, and that's called the corporations and the greed and the money, and it all has to do with they put chemicals in there purposely, which are poisons, which we shouldn't be ingesting anyway. We should only be ingesting foods that come from God, God's gift of foods, and not all this other, what's called salt, oil, and sugar, and they have all of these synthetic things, and they condense and process it. And 95% of the food, you go to a restaurant, it's impossible. Even when you order some, it's called vegetables, they put oil on it. I don't know what they put on it, but it makes it three times the calories, puts all that poison in that affects our brain. Because they sit there with scientists and psychologists all day long to try to figure this out. You want clarity in your life? Or do you want to drink, gloopy drink, with uh, how many calories, 1,200 calories? Some of them, you go to these places. Why do you need that? You know, even that, you know, sometimes I drink this or... You know, it's just it's just always amazing. It's amazing when I when I, I don't drink any so the whole point is this and the whole thing with the steps is in the spiritual awakening towards our addiction. The answer the answer to our addiction, if you want to know the answer, the answer to our addiction to food is just this. It's called the twelve steps. You know, this is my diet plan, and most people come to this meeting and a lot of people may get off because they'll start to say, Well, where where do you where's the diet plan? You know, tell me how much to eat, how much to weigh, what type of food. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm set. And ask yourselves this question. How many times have you gone on a diet? And we know it's statistically 95% of diets fail because they all come from that point of view. All the big corp, diet corporations have a great idea. They're going to send you smaller morsels of food that are going to satisfy you with all the same poisons and a high caloric value of it. we got to get centered. This all ruins our brain and our palate. Our body knows how to. heart knows how to beat. We know how to breathe. It's called the autonomic nervous system. It knows how to digest our food. But the things that God gave us the will to control, we override that. We override the hypothalamus. And when we get upset and depressed, I always relate it to everything in our lives, it's because we start thinking. God gave us the gift to be happy every day. It just is. It's what we think about when we get in the ego, easing God out of think of the self. So we have the ability. So the whole thing with prayer and meditation is getting centered. Getting centered. And when we get centered, we'll intuitively know, right? We'll go, I'm going to talk about the promises in a minute, how to handle the situation. So the problem is, too, here's a problem also, the defects of character. Self-centered fear. Here's a text again. I had text somebody. We were texting back and forth about the food addiction. It gets better every day. In our book here, it says, happiness and joy, which gets better. And Bill's story, on page eight. He talks about he'll know a happiness which gets better and better all the time. You know, this is not any pink cloud. Again, you'll have like a few months or a week or a day of being absent through a diet and controlling and thinking you got it. This is permanent abstinence, and it's not, it's not something that's going to fail you. But so long, I wrote next, so long as we stay out of guilt, shame, and remorse. That's the same with anything in life. That's self-centered fear. So whatever you do about your addiction, realize 
it's in the hands of a higher consciousness and that when you get back into the self and saying i shouldn't have done that and feel the guilt the shame remorse right all of these these things called defects of character in step four related to everything in our lives but the food it's definitely the same thing that's the thing that one thing that 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 i couldn't get but finally i finally finally figured out that it's related to the steps and the, having one being powerless Again, when we take the power back, what happens? We get all screwed up with a we undereat, we overeat. God gave us his ability. It's called in the brain to figure it out and to intuitively know when we're full. But when we're in fear, guilt, shame, and remorse, don't you feel it in your stomach? So how's your stomach going to know when it's full when you have it full of fear? Right? You feel in the solar plex in the stomach. So get centered, relax, prayer, meditation, and meditate on God's gift. And then intuitively you'll know. That here, you know what I bought this time? A grapefruit, right? Pretty amazing, right? This is God's gift here. And also I have, what also I bought, I usually do a quick, so I did bring cans. I have peas, no salt, and also beans. This is to me God's gift. And they taste so delicious when I get out of all the poisons at the corporations, the fake synthetic stuff, and process, meaning they condense. You know, putting oil on food. Oil is called the processed food. It may come from even nature sometimes, but it's, one tablespoon is 150 calories. So when we put all the junk that the advertisements and the corporations and the, the, um, the businesses do to, to make money off of us and getting us sick with all the diseases, I have a list here, what, all the diseases we get? What is it? Di type 2 diabetes, heart disease, all the major diseases that we get among. A lot of the autoimmune diseases are related to the, to the bad foods and things like that. And it's, it's just pretty amazing once we get that change and shift in thinking. So the shift in thinking comes when we get sit down and the solution is, is, is seeing the truth from the false. Seeing the truth in, a, in an, an apple here, I have a green apple, and it's pretty amazing. And a lot of people say, well, this is tart, you know, like where other apples are sweeter. But when we, it's that perception change. I love now the tartness of it and the difference and the tasting the flavor. But what, I mean, look, you figure out, what do people do with apples? They make candy apples. I mean, with any of our food, you get a potato, they, they you, you fry it. All of this greasy, goopy, synthetic stuff, you might as well take motor oil from your car and pour it on a potato. It's pretty well related, I mean, in a lot of, in a lot of ways. And uh, I have here a banana, and I have here the main thing I talk about. This change alone, a spiritual awakening. When we realize our body's God's temple, and we see it through God and the, 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 the water, the, the clarity, what do they say? Stop thinking. Stop thinking, stop, but, but get centered. And in everything in life, and I talk, we, a lot of times we talk about resentment, anger, fear. But gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins too. Pride is the number one. So why did they put gluttony in there? Because they realize that we're making food a higher power. We can have that shift and change. Just like uh, Bill had or, or, or Roland Hazard had when he goes, saw Dr. Jung. But the only solution is only one solution called the spiritual solution. I have some... Um, Things here that I can read for, let me see if I have them right here. Well, a lot of, you know, it's interesting. I, even if, I don't even really have to read it, but a lot of quotes from the Bible, it's called spiritual bread or being, uh, you know, a Daniel's diet, or they have things that, you know, things of, you know, not of the touches of the senses, but the, un, the unseen things, right? All of this stuff has to do with we're looking for the pleasure in the wrong places. We're looking for it in the food. We're making that a higher power. Can you imagine that? We obsess about it because we don't see the reality, the truth from the false. And the spiritual awakening makes us realize we could have our nutrients in those other drinks. Actually, the only thing I do drink is water. But I do get a lot of flavor and excitement and, and a, a lot of water comes out of the, the fruit. Right? Fruit has a tremendous amount of uh, water in it. 
and that's that's enough there and then the flavor and you know i could never look if i was to have something like synthetic like a pastry now or something like that a donut to be exact would i be able to taste these things but that is all synthetic stuff you know even sweeteners you know on some of these diets i was on a strict diet for a year and they said you could have all the sweeteners you want but what does a sweetener do with in the corporations the scientists and the and, and, and the, the uh, sit down a psychologist and they figure out how these chemicals go in the brain they're 100 times sweeter than the natural stuff and they destroy the apistat <laughs> we talk about the thermostat in the brain so we also have that but we also have our own thinking what they what, the miracle of the body is pretty amazing when you talk about ingesting food how does the body know what to do with the food and through the autonomic nervous system it figures it all out but what's really interesting here's the whole thing point i want to make with that the one thing that we take control of right when we tr we can actually the rest is the autonomic nervous system you can't determine if you put in food how it's going to digest it right but the one thing we can do we screw up the one thing we can do is try in our mind to determine how much food we are eating the body also does have a mechanism for that, but that's the one thing we can override. In other words, we have the ability to say, I'm going to eat all of this food, a lot of food, or, I'm, or somebody who's a, an anorexic is going to say, I'm not going to eat that food and interfere with the processes. Again, we can't interfere with the other ones, right? We can't tell the stomach what to do or even other parts of the body. It's an amazing miracle. Or how about a cut when it heals? This all has to do with amazing, amazing, you know, body that, that God gave us our body's God's temple. But we get well, when we get involved, like, you know, we screw it up all the time. I mean, it's not just related to food. It's everything in my life because it's always related to the ego and self-centered fear. But the same with our addiction to food. It all has to do with our trying to get control. Again, we have what's called the apistat. I was reading an article about that, and they were saying that that's the control in the hypothalamus. We get centered, and we work like these steps in this program had that spiritual awakening towards the food. Things start to, we get back to God's center. Because people who eat 